Well, Google, Twitter, TikTok, they're some of the biggest names in global tech with millions of users every single day. Uh, they're three of the five tech giants, as well as streaming site Twitch and instant messaging service Discord, that have been threatened with legal action by Australia's eSafety Commissioner. Julie Inman-Grant is demanding information on what these companies are doing to fight child exploitation on their platforms. And if they don't respond in time, they could face daily fines of up to $700,000. Julie Inman-Grant, welcome to you. Thank you for having me, Andy. What led to these legal notices? I've noticed in a couple of your interviews today that you've expressed frustration that there was this sort of increase of complaints to your office and perhaps a lack of comprehension by some of these big social media giants. I'm not sure if it's a lack of comprehension. Online child sexual exploitation has been around um, as long as the internet has been around. In fact, um, in my early days in Washington, D.C., um, we passed the Communications Decency Act, and that was all brought about um, in 1995 about the fear um, by the U.S. government of pedophiles and predators targeting children, and that is precisely what we're seeing today. Um, my frustration is that um, really extracting the level of transparency we need to make meaningful change has been in short supply, and the fact that we we at eSafety are taking reports of child sexual abuse every day. We've done 76,000 reports of child sexual exploitation since 2017. So, uh, it's a problem that needs fixing and the platforms have a responsibility to not only keep their users safer online and, and make their platforms and services safer by design, but to not host live crime scenes on their platforms. So what have the responses been? They just say, you know, it requires more moderation. We don't have the resources. I mean, what do they tell you as you've been asking? <laughs> Um, well, listen, we did our first tranche of basic online safety expectation notices um, in December of last year. We released that report. Um, we had a lot more pushback from the, the really big players, the Microsofts, the Apples, and the Metas uh, of the world. Uh, Snap and Omega were also um, in that mix, but were a little bit more forthcoming. Now that that's been done and we've worked out the kinks of the process and, um, you know, we've shown that this transparency is does degree add a degree of sunlight and is good in 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 the public interest the the five companies we approached this time were a, a little bit more sanguine about it in fact uh, both discord and uh, TikTok sent out um, officials from the U.S. to have conversations with us this week. And, you know, frankly, they were really constructive. Um, they indeed said, this is a hard problem. We know it's a problem. We're doing A, B, and C, and we'll um, outline that for you. We need to do D, E, and F. That's going to take some time, some investment, and some innovation. Um, and that's really all we want to see is that they're focused on the problem, they're trying to improve, they're investing and innovating for for safety and um, for children. I mean, there's no excuse to host illegal content on their, their, their platforms. In these states at the moment, we're watching quite strong rhetoric being aimed uh, at TikTok for its Chinese ownership. And certainly uh, TikTok and its owner have responded by setting up local offices and trying to placate lawmakers in the United States by having some sort of localised workforce 
Is that what you think is required here? I mean, we know that some of these sites already do have uh, considerable office spaces and employees here in Australia, but do they need to have dedicated child protection workers here in Australia to combat our own issues with this well, TikTok actually does have a local public policy team and a team uh, that is growing and very competent and, and, and very open. Um, you know, I don't care where the company is domiciled. If there are young Australians on the platform and they're being targeted with any form of sexual exploitation, sexual extortion, or their algorithms might be used to further serve up or promote harmful or illegal content, you know, we will try and seek this information and get you to change your safety practices. If you've just joined me, eSafety Commissioner Julie Inman-Grant is here. She's ordered some of the world's biggest tech companies to explain efforts to crack down on child abuse and the trade in child abuse or face daily fines of up to $700,000. I mean, you've also asked how the algorithms of these companies could possibly amplify this content, which not only makes it much easier to access, but also exposes vulnerable users to harmful content. Surely it's a basic fixed to the algorithm to ensure this isn't happening? Or am I understanding this too simplistically? Well, algorithms can update algorithms. And, you know, there has been um, it, uh, an opacity uh, to the way that algorithms work. I mean, we, we can we can test and we can regulate based on the outcomes that we see and the concerning outcomes that we are seeing and law enforcement is seeing is that when intimate imagery or child sexual abuse material is, is being viewed and it's being viewed by many, then it proliferates. Um, or if someone is seeking out this kind of content, the platform will continue to deliver up um, not only that kind of content, but sometimes it gets um, even worse. So it sends them down that rab rabbit hole. So we do need to see much more transparency in terms of algorithms. And we've worked very hard and with data scientists and others to ask questions in a way that we can really elicit um, a, a true response that we can verify. And again, once you know what the problem is, then you can offer a solution or a proposal to change it. And I just mentioned in that breath that we have mandatory industry codes that we're continuing to negotiate with the technology industry. And what these will actually do is they will require the technology companies to um, put commitments forward that they will have to live up to and we'll be looking at compliance around what they're doing to proactively uh, detect and remove both child sexual abuse material but also terrorist and violent extremist content. Of course, this is not the first time you've cracked the whip at some of these uh, big um, companies. Uh, last year, you approached Microsoft, Apple and Meta who owns platforms like Facebook, Instagram and WhatsApp. What did you learn about those responses that you can feed into these, this, these current round of, of sort of requests, if you like? Well, we, um, I think Michael Salter, the professor from UNSW, said it well today. You know, we hear uh, the rhetoric about a zero tolerance for child sexual abuse material. But what we actually found through this last interrogation of what technologies were being used to detect child sexual abuse, grooming and live stream child sexual abuse is not enough is being done. It's it's very patchy. 
some of the companies like Apple don't even have um, in-app reporting uh, capability if you come across child sexual abuse material, let alone uh, scanning for it on iCloud or on iMessage. Um, and, you know, disappointingly, I spent 17 wonderful years at Microsoft and I've seen what they can do when they put their mind to child uh, to protecting children. But the technology that they developed, PhotoDNA, was only being used on a few of their services, not not a, across their their platforms and services. So I think they're taking it seriously. They're sending out uh, two executives uh, in April, um, and we'll have discussions. We've had ongoing dis discussions with Apple. Um, so the companies are paying attention. I think they do understand they need to do better and they need to do more. And there's also the global weight of other governments coming on board board saying we support what Australia is going to do. We're going to do this in our own way and we're going to work with Australia through the Global Online Safety Regulators Network mm -hmm. um, to work together and combat the wealth, the stealth and the might of the very powerful technology industry. And it's about time they change their pra practices in this area. We'll have to leave it there. E-Safety Commissioner Julie Inman-Grant, thanks for your time this afternoon. Thank you. On the text line, someone's saying, I keep reporting fake profiles, posting scams on our local community Facebook groups, but the messages keep coming back that their algorithms assess the profile as being authentic. They clearly aren't. They don't even take down content when we personally do their work for them. Thank you for that text message. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.